Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Fat Boys Dynasty Podcast, hosted by the Fantasy Holics Podcast Network. Coming at you live once again on the YouTube channel, Brant. Happy to be back, me and Brant, as always. Coming at you this week, it, it's been like pulling teeth, Brant, but we finally started getting able to have some free time. Life's been busy, but we've got some time to stat out some of these, these wide receivers. Hopefully next week we can come back and finish our top 36 wideouts. This week we're coming at you guys with our top 12 wideouts. They're not going to be consensus this week. Um, we'll put that out at some point. And then we're coming at you with a, with a little bit of a deeper sleeper guy um, for those of you that are going to be doing draft stuff before we get into the super deep draft research, Brant. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yeah, these these getting the wide receivers down was uh, was a difficult thing. Uh, hard to get into them, and and once you get rolling with them, you're trying to match up everything with the quarterbacks and and trying to keep everything pretty consensus here. And uh, but we finally got our first twelve down. I know we got a little bit more than twelve, but we'll get into a few more next week. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's getting to be that time. I believe in the next week or two, uh, training camps fire up, so we'll be seeing a lot more rumors. We'll have a lot more to uh, discuss if it's a uh, if it's just you know a smokescreen or if there's some truth to it uh, coming up shortly. Uh, big some big news, real quick, Brent, to report on uh, not Saquon Barkley, not Josh Jacobs, nor Tony Pollard. Um, we're able to get a deal done by the deadline today, so definitely some potential of uh, some holdouts there. So. You need to be making sure if you've already drafted and your waivers are open, you're running out and getting those handcuffs. Or if you haven't drafted yet, now's your chance. You might want to make sure if you if Saquon falls to the right spot or Jacobs or Pollard, you might go make, make sure you get that handcuff if it's heir apparent at this point. Yeah, this was actually a pretty busy weekend for our uh, yeah weekend for the NFL. Uh, uh, Gibbs finally signed his rookie contract up in Detroit, so that's you know that's the thing. Hopkins finally signed somewhere with Tennessee. Um, Pollard yeah. did. Pollard did sign his franchise tag a few weeks ago, so he will be playing. He's not he's not uh, threatening a holdout. Um, as for the other two, they they've already come out and said it, that they're not reporting to camp. So I guess we're gonna have to wait and see what's going on uh, as that goes. Uh, you know, and like you said, you hit the nail on the head. Handcuffs right now in my mind. You got to go get Matt Breida if you're a Barkley owner, and and Zamir White if you're a Jacobs owner, and. Um, just have to wait and see how the rest of this offseason plays out, how this camp plays out without those two. Diop, disgusting. We're wide receivers that have been great in the past. Go to die, Brent. Mm-hmm. Without further ado, let's get into this. Let's get the bibs on. And let's eat. So let's just get right into this because these wide receivers and fantasy have taken such a step that they are now more important 
in my mind than running backs. Yes, there's a top few bell cow running backs that are still more important than the wide receivers as a whole. But you're seeing guys uh, in dynasty startups such as some of the names that we're going to be talking about probably pretty shortly on here tonight and Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, Stefan Diggs, Tyreek Hill, guys like this fly off the boards and start up dynasty drafts because of how valuable they have proven to be. So yeah, obviously go ahead, Brent. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I just want to make sure we put out now that, that what we're going to start at, we're going to start at our projections for the season. This is our projections for the season. This is what we see how 2023, 2024 seasons go. We're also going to knock out our tw- top 12 uh, startup rankings for uh dynasty because those are going to be a little bit different due to age and how long their contracts are and where they're where they're at and and what's going on now Mm -hmm. absolutely brand and and so you just alluded to it a lot right so a lot of these guys that we're going to have in our top 12 stat wise for this season may not be in our top 12 for dynasty startup um so we'll see how that shakes how that plays out uh, and and see where our discrepancies may lie as we get into this, Brant. So we're, we both agreed prior to the start of the show we were going to start at the top and work our way down because there's probably going to be more discrepancies the lower we get in stats uh, than there are at the top. So, Brant, take me away. Who do you have at number one? Number one's uh, Double J, J, Justin Jefferson. I am for 180 targets this year, 125 receptions, 1,765 yards, nine touchdowns, 355.5 fantasy points. And I have him so high still because that defense is down this year. They lost some pieces there. I think they'll be playing from behind. Um, and, and I just the, – the man is – he's a man amongst boys out there when he's a wideout. And I, I think he's head and shoulders above the rest of the field right now. And I do actually have him 20 points above my number two wideout. Okay. Um, I, too, have Justin Jefferson at number one, Brand. I've got him for 171 targets. One uh, 119 receptions, 1,690 yards receiving. Uh, also statted him out to have nine touchdowns. I've got him coming in just slightly lower than you do at 342 fantasy points. I have him roughly uh, 29 points ahead of the, the next closest player here. Yeah. Um, I'm going to jump straight into my number two. I know we're a little bit different here, and that, that's Tyreek Hill. I'm, I'm buying into all the hype that he wants to go for 2,000 this year. Um, I'm buying into all that. I think he's going to see plenty of targets. Um, really, my top two wide receivers I have statted, and then it's literally f- 18 points between number three, and I think that's number eight between my three and eight. But this one here, Tyreek Hill, I have him at 165 targets, 120 receptions, 1,650 yards, eight touchdowns for 333 fantasy points. Um, I do have him as the number two wideout, being a, being a top two wideout again this year. So you don't believe that seriously? No, no. I don't think he's going to hit 2,000, but I, I do think that he is going to ball out, and I think he's going to do what he can to get there uh, to it. I just don't think – I think he's going to fall short of it. Um, I think he's going to have a really good season, Brand. I've got him inside my top five. I'll talk about him just in a minute. Um, but I have a little bit of a reason why I couldn't get him up as high as you do. And I'll talk about that in a second. And number two, I have Devonte Adams coming in should be a target monster again this year with Jimmy G under center, 165 targets, 101 receptions, 1,403 yards receiving. 12 touchdowns, no Darren Waller. There's going to be more looks for a guy like Devontae Adams in the red zone this year than there were in years past. He is going to feast in the red zone this year. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I 100% agree with you. I know I did talk about him having a fall off, which I do still believe um, that could be this year um, with the Jimmy G thing. But I have Adams as number three. It was really hard to come off of what this man has done in his career. And, and even when coming down to statted, he is my highest uh, touchdown guy that I have statted out right now. Um, I have him for 11 touchdowns on 100 at number three. I have him for 11 touchdowns, 175 targets, 105 receptions, um, 1,475 yards for 318.5 fantasy points. I do think that it's hard to turn him down, but if, if he's going to fall off and not be where his draft, where a first round uh, fantasy draft is, I, it's going to have to be this year with Jimmy G but I do still think that he's able to get it done. Okay. Um, so I, at number three, Brant, I have um, a guy who I think has slowly just built this momentum. Uh, and I think he's going to leap his name into that startup um, top five conversation as well. I've got CD lamb coming in at third this year. Um, I think, you know, no Zeke um, at least not right now. Anyway, uh, they're going to throw the ball a little bit more than they have in the past. I still think Tony Pollard's going to get some work obviously, but without Jerry Jones being able to um, uh, dig his spurs in, if you will, to Zeke and, and be screaming at Mike McCarthy from the press box to, to feed feed Zeke, um, CeeDee Lamb and Dak are going to feast this year. I've got CD going for 160 targets, 111 receptions, 1,409 yards, 10 touchdowns, 311.9 fantasy points. I've got him and Devontae Adams separated by two points. Okay. I have uh, Lamb a little bit further down, but the funny thing is, is our stats are pretty much similar. I just think that the, the guys above him are going to do a little bit more for their offense than Lamb will. Um, I think Cooks is going to take a lot more targets away than a lot of people think. Um, I do believe that C.D. Lamb is still a guy that we will be talking about later, making his case to be in a top three um, dynasty startup wideouts. Um so I do like C.D. Lamb, and as as I said, my stats are real similar to yours. So, uh, but I'll talk about him a little bit a little bit more later on. My number four guy is a guy that is just a target monster. He's the focal point of his offense. He was on pace to be the number one wide receiver before he got hurt last year, and that's Cooper Cup. I just can't go away from this man. I have him for 180 targets, uh, tied for the most targets that I have statted out right now. Like I said, 180 targets, 125 receptions. 1,390 yards, nine touchdowns for 318 points. So that is literally 0.5 points is separating him from the top three in my mind. Uh, I am not as bullish on, on Cooper Cup. We talked about that a little bit before the show started, Brant. Um, I don't want to spill the beans necessarily as to why that is right now. I'll talk, talk a little bit about um, where I have him when I get there. But he is still inside my top 12. I still think he's going to have a very good season, um, just not good enough to be in my top five. Um, for me at number four, I have a guy you've already talked about, Brant and Tyreek Hill. I've got him coming in at 160 targets, 107 receptions, 1,537 yards, receiving eight touchdowns, coming in at 308.7 fantasy points. My biggest thing with Tyreek Brant is obviously there's a Jalen Waddle problem uh, on the outside, who's also a hyper talented. Um, wide receiver. But the problem is how long is Tua going to be under center this year? Uh, if I knew for a certain fact that Tua wasn't going to, you know, um, end up super concussed, retire, um, you know, stay in bubble wrap all season, I, I think my, my Tyreek numbers would be elevated a little bit. 
Uh, I still think I've got him at a pretty good pace, whether Tyreek or uh, excuse me, whether Tua plays or not. But um, I just couldn't get him inside my top three without knowing that Tua was going to be healthy. Yeah, uh, Tua is the biggest question mark uh, in that offense. Um, I do have both of them inside my top 12 with, with as I already alluded to, Hill, and I'll talk about Waddle later. Um, that is the biggest question mark in that entire offense. And uh, maybe the jujitsu classes, I think, is what I read as he's taken. Mm-hmm. Maybe those will help him out a little bit. But uh, it is still hard to um, continuously believe. I- but Hill, Hill did it with all the backups last year, too. He was able to finish as wide receiver, too. So... Listen, I know we're not on the same salary brand, not even in the same zip code, but I watched a ton of football last year and avoided all injuries. So maybe you and I could hit Tua with our pregame routine. Maybe that would help him out. Like, you know, sitting on the on the throne, the the porcelain throne an hour before kickoff, lots of carbs, lots of, of, of adult beverages, and you and you won't you won't get hurt. There'll be no concussions. And we still get kind of the same title. We just have armchair quarter. We have armchair in front of our quarterback. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. Well, his last year had hospital bed in front of him a lot too. So, yeah, you know, we're, we're neck and neck. The salaries are slightly different. Maybe we need to talk to the producers, uh, deal with fantasy holics, and see if we can't get that to a raise. But uh, yeah, other otherwise, basically the same person. Never yep. seen us in the same building. Nope, never, never. Um, so my number five guy is a guy that that that's still the focal point of that passing game and and that passing game's deadly up there in Buffalo and I got Stefan Diggs. I got him sitting there at number 5, 160 targets, 115 receptions, 1467 yards, nine touchdowns for 315.7 fantasy points. That's who I have ranked as my number 5 guy. Okay, I've got a uh, AJ Brown coming in at number 5, Brant. Um, you know, the defending NFC champs, Eagles. I've got Jalen Hurts coming in, doing his thing next year. Somebody's got to be catching those passes. A.J. Brown, 140 targets, 92 receptions, 1,490 yards receiving, nine touchdowns, 295 fantasy points coming at you by the way of A.J. Brown this year. Okay. Absolutely. I absolutely love that. Apparently, I'm a, I am I statted mine just a little bit higher because you have them for 295. I have them right around there, too, when I get down to that that spot in my rankings. Um, my number or actually let's let's hear your number six guy. I led the I led the top five. Let's you let you lead six through. Okay. Two. So at six, I have the guy you just talked about, Brant. I have Stefan Diggs of the Buffalo Bills. Again, I'm a believer that sometimes I give a little bit too much leeway to these guys coming in. They didn't really lose anything on offense as far as pass catchers go, but they added a guy who could be their number two option uh in Dalton Kincaid. Those targets have got to come someplace. So I have them scraping some of, of Diggs' targets away from him. I've got him coming in at 139 targets, 97 receptions, 1,283 yards receiving, nine touchdowns, coming in well under A.J. Brown at 279.3 fantasy points. Okay, absolutely. Uh, so I already touched on Diggs. My number six guy, Jamar Chase. Um, that offense is electric. Um all, all the wide receivers get loved there, but I think Chase is the guy that's head and shoulders above the rest. Um, obviously, I have him down here at number six, 175 targets. I only have him for 116 receptions, 1,385 yards. I have him for 10 touchdowns, 314 and a half fantasy points. That is my number six guy. That's just a, a, a high passing offense, and I think Chase benefits uh, from it. Well, Brent, you and I definitely, you were on the side of 
caution to the wind with your stats. I was well on under being a little cautious because I've got Jamar Chase at seven. I've got him for 136 uh, targets, 94 receptions, 1,146 yards receiving, and 11 touchdowns coming at 276 point, or excuse me, 274.6 fantasy points. Okay, so you like him to find the end zone a little bit more than I do, and I like him to find a few more targets out there or a few more receptions. Um, so that's going to lead me to my number eight guy and wait, no, your number seven, number seven, number seven. Sorry. My number seven guy you've already hit on at CD lamp. I absolutely love this guy. I love the offense. I just think, um, with all the pass catchers that are there, um, with, with the, the, um, uh, Brandon cooks added to it, Gallup still there. And then you got, you know, CD lamb and then you got Tony Pollard, but I still think lamps, a guy that could easily sneak into the top five. I have him as 165 uh, targets, 112 receptions, 1,402 yards, eight total touchdowns for 300 fantasy points. And um, that is my number seven guy. And I still think that that offense is going to be electric and fun to watch. Okay, fair enough. Uh, At number eight, Brant, I have Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, I have him coming in at 135 targets, 102 receptions. 1,122 yards receiving, seven touchdowns. This is where the drop-off hit pretty good for me. I've got him at 256.2 fantasy points. Um, again, I think I think uh, the Detroit Lions are going to be another team that's going to put a lot of points up on the board this year. Um, they're going to they're going to be a lot of fun to watch offensively. I'm not sure where that defense looks yet. We have to get Seth's opinion on that, Brant. But I was nervous enough about Jameer Gibbs, and I was nervous enough about JMO that I could not get him much higher than where I am. I know you and I are going to talk about this at some point, Brant. I didn't bring up T.J. Hawkinson's name in this point. You and I are both on the kind of the same wavelength that Hawkinson may not have the greatest of seasons this year, but um, that's a different different topic for a different show. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so my number eight guy is uh, Garrett Wilson. Um, I have him there with the Jets. And originally when I started these out, I had him off of his last year stats and his last year's accuracy and everything else. And I go, hold up, there's a better quarterback in town. And I had to redo all of his, and, and that landed him at number eight. I got him for 175 targets, 111 receptions, 1,320 yards. And I have him coming in at nine touchdowns. For 297 fantasy points, this is where my 300 stops. And that is Garrett Wilson is my first uh, wide receiver under 300 points. All right. So at number nine, I have Garrett Wilson coming in uh, with 139 targets, 92 receptions, 1,196 yards uh, receiving, seven touchdowns, 253.6 fantasy points. Uh, I just, again, Brand, I'm nervous that as I'll get out. I think his numbers obviously get better. Uh, I'm just nervous that since Rodgers brought his Green Bay entourage that he whined about the whole time he was in Green Bay, that obviously Lazard's going to take some love here. So um, just couldn't get Garrett Wilson too much higher, and I'm already a little too high on him, I think, in, in my own head anyway. Okay. All right. So my number nine and 10, I'm going to talk about together um, just because they are on the same team. You've already hit to it about the high profile offense there um, and and their quarterback and Jalen Hurts. I have AJ Brown statted at my number nine, 145 targets, 90 receptions, 1,465 yards, 10 touchdowns, 296 and a half fantasy points. 
That's my number nine guy. And as you alluded to, somebody has to catch all those balls that Jalen Hurts tosses up there, and that's why they're both sitting here at 9 and 10. Devonta Smith is my number 10 guy, 150 total targets, 100 receptions. I think he leads that team in receptions, uh, 1,340 yards. I only have him for eight touchdowns. I think A.J. Brown takes the touchdowns, uh, touchdown title for that team, and uh, 282 total fantasy points for Smith. But those are my 9 and 10 guys. I think that offense is going to be very fun to watch again and, and really move forward. I did not get Devonta Smith into my top 12 rant. He is right around 15, 16 right now. When I get it all statted out, I think that's where he's going to comfortably fall. Uh, I just could not get him in there. I do think Dallas Goddard and DeAndre Swift slash Rashad Penny um, will have something to say about all of that. So um, at number 10 for me, I have a guy you already talked about. Uh, and now I'm ready to spill the beans, if you will. So I have Cooper Cup at 10, Brant. I've got him coming in at 135 targets, 99 receptions, 1,082 yards receiving, seven touchdowns, 249.2 fantasy points. Here's the thing, Brant. I don't trust Stafford's shoulder. I don't trust the Rams offense. I don't trust the Rams defense. I'm not sure I trust Sean McVay, nor this coaching staff, nor the general manager to put these guys out and have them go as hard as they can every game for an entire season. I think if the outlook starts off bleak with this team, I think you could see them shut it down. 72-year-old Stetson Bennett comes in, and he's throwing Hail Marys to Van Jefferson every week. That may be the future of the Los Angeles Rams this year. And obviously, I'm not disrespectful enough to leave Cooper Cup outside of my top 10, or my top, yeah, really top 10. So I had to find a way to get him in there, Brent. This is as best as I could do, and I don't know if I believe my own stats right now. Yeah, that offense is going to be something to really keep an eye on this offseason. Um, but uh, I, I still I can't I can't pull him out. Like I said, the man was on pace for uh, being the number one wide out. So I, I really like him this year. And as you said, you still have him in your top 10. Um, so I'm going to jump into my number 11 guy. You already talked about him. One, you already talked about him earlier. That's Amaran St. Brown. Same reason. Same reason I can't get him back up there any higher. I wanted to. I love this guy. Um, I may or may not have stolen him in a trade that was offered to me. I take my little jab at our little buddy there. But uh, that's uh, St. Brown. I have him for 155 targets, 105 receptions, 1,227 yards, eight touchdowns, 275 fantasy points, 275.7 fantasy points coming in for Amara St. Brown at number 11. All right, Brent, number 11, Amonra St. Brown. Okay, for me, I have your boy at number 11. I have DK Metcalf coming in strong here. Uh, I have him coming in with 129 targets, 88 receptions, 1,047 yards, eight touchdowns, coming in at 240.7 fantasy points this year. Okay, I do not have my boy DK Metcalf in my top 12. I just couldn't get him there. I think that offense spreads out the ball a whole lot more than it has. Um, they finally have a, they finally have a trustworthy number three wide receiver and JSN. And they have both those, the, both the weapons out of the backfield. I just, I just couldn't get him up there. He is uh, on the door, on the door knocking to get into my top 12, but to round out my top 12, I have the other man in Miami and that's Jalen Waddle. 125 receptions or 125 targets, 82 receptions, 1,375 uh, receiving yards, seven touchdowns, 261 and a half fantasy points is where I have him at. Um, 
I, that's my number 12 guy. I just think as long as Tua stays healthy, I think he can sustain both the uh, wide receivers there. Now, if, if Tua gets a concussion in training camp, I have a feeling Waddle's going to fall out of my uh, top 12 because he'll prove that he could do it. I know Waddle struggled a little bit with backups. Okay. Um, I got a couple quick questions for you here, Brant, before I jump into my number 12. First question is, I'm going to take a shot back at you for our little buddy. No Kenny Galladay inside your top 12 rankings? No, no, not not today. I, that, that, I haven't got to do on Kenny Galladay stats. I didn't want to, um, you know, really, really throw that wrench in our plan. I knew I okay. knew that uh, I knew that uh, that you wouldn't be doing his stats yet either. So <laughs> I probably won't ever <laughs> unless unless we're trying to do the top 700 wideouts. I probably peewee football, high school coach, maybe. I don't know. Um, OK, here's the other question I have for you, Brent, because I didn't know this. And I thought this was very interesting because DK almost didn't make mine either. And I looked it up, and it shocked the heck out of me. Do you know where you guys rank as far as in the NFL for running three wide receiver sets? Um, I believe we were in the top ten of running three wide receiver sets last year uh, because we didn't we we never could keep two healthy tight ends. I know you always take a stab at me for that, but I think we had to move a couple tight ends to uh, that strong safety spot where uh, he that should not be named because I absolutely hate him on our team. But uh, we never we never ran two tight ends as much as we did in the past. You guys were actually the second lowest team in, in the NFL to run three wide receiver sets. So I really don't think JSN takes a huge leap into DK's value until Tyler Lockett starts fading. And I don't know if I see Tyler Lockett fade this year. I think DK's comfortable in the one. And again, I had him at like 14, 15. Again, that number, same spot where I was at with Devonta Smith until I saw that stat. Uh, and it, it was able, I was able to get him in there. Okay. All right, Brent, my number 12 guy, this is a total Homer pick. He will not be in our top 12 consensus rankings and I don't care. I'm getting him in there. I'm putting some respect on his quarterback's name. I've got Drake London coming in at number 12, Brent. I've got him coming in with 126 targets, 82 receptions, 1,084 yards receiving eight touchdowns this year. This dude is going to be the alpha in the Atlanta Falcons offense. You talked me into getting this man in my top 12 by telling me you thought Bijan Robinson's numbers wouldn't be all that great because it was going to allow Ritter to take a step forward. Uh, and Ritter only takes a step forward if Drake London takes a step forward. So there you go, Brant. Drake London rounding out my top 12 for this year. Well, before you go to knocking, he's not going to be in our consensus top 12. You may be uh, biting your tongue on that one because uh, he is right there with DK in my rankings and they are not far off of points. So that will come down to when we start averaging stuff out that there could be a chance that DK could be sitting in our number 12 consensus spot. Um, I have him DK and Drake, like I said, just right outside of my top 12 um, in my, in my rankings right now. So that one you might have to bite the bullet on that one because you might your wish may come true because I do believe that offense takes a huge step forward and I think London is the guy that makes that offense tick. Okay, fair enough. So there's our there's our stat, statted guys for the for this season. Brant, take me through just real quick one through twelve dynasty startup rankings uh, who you would draft in order. So one through twelve, I'm going right now in order. I'm going uh, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, C.D. Lamb. Garrett Wilson, A.J. Brown. I do have Amaran St. Brown up there um, until I can see what J-Mo actually brings to that offense other than just a few games. Um, Devonta Smith, Chris Olave, Jalen Waddell, Stephon Diggs, T. Higgins, and right there at the bottom is your homer pick yourself, Drake London's my number 12 guy. Okay, we were really, really close in this, Brant. 
Um, I had Justin Jefferson at number one, Jamar Chase two, Garrett Wilson three, CeeDee Lamb four, A.J. Brown five, D.K. Metcalf I've got all the way up at six, Chris Olave at seven, Amon Ross St. Brown eight, and then I have Devontae Adams, Tyree Kill, Stefan Diggs, and Jalen Waddell rounding out my top 12. Um, again, Brand, I, I do have Drake London statted into my top 12, but I don't think he gets there in – uh, in the draft rankings until he puts a season like that on paper. Okay, absolutely. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing some of these young, these uh, second-year players this year. Um, there's a couple guys out there, and, and like you said, Chris Olave, Drake London, that I'm really excited to see. Okay. All right, Brent, so we've got one last thing to talk about. I think this is going to be the most passionate take here for you and I. Sell us, Brent, on your sleeper. Sleeper's a guy up there in um, in a wide receiver core right now that really does not have a true number one or number two. They have a bunch of lottery guys right there, and this guy has, has shown flashes in the past. He has not been able to put consistent games together, but I think there in New York, this is Paris Campbell of the New York Giants. I think he will emerge as the number one wide out there. Um, I don't think he has to worry about too many double coverages. Um with Barkley's holdout, it does make me a little bit scared because they don't have to load the box as much anymore. But that also could mean that they're going to have to air the ball out. I have Mr. Paris Campbell. I have him statted out at 125 targets, which it would be a career high for him. 87 receptions, 900 receiving yards, five touchdowns. Somebody's got to score up there for 207 207 fantasy points just over that 200 mark this guy's being drafted in the 14th round why not take a dart throw on a guy that could possibly be a number one wide receiver you're telling me there's a chance i get a number one wide receiver on a team in the 14th round this is a dart that i'm willing to throw but brant brant i've been burnt by paris campbell so many times yeah me too but now he's in a situation that has a quarterback that's um, on the up upward swing um, that offense looked a lot better last year. They built up the offensive lineup a little bit, and I, I think that they're they have to compete in one of the most high-powered divisions. So they're going to see Dallas twice, they're going to see Philly twice, and then they get to see Washington twice. But that would probably be the lowest-scoring games of their of their of their schedule. But I mean, they have to be able to put up points, and somebody's going to have to move the ball downfield, especially if Barkley is out. I'm I'm extremely disappointed in you. Um, you know, the perfect comeback counter answer to that would have been, yeah, I've been burnt a lot of times when I grab the pizza too quick off the fryer, uh, <laughs> but I still go back for more, right? I've had the roof of my mouth has been burnt so many times, so many burnt taste buds, and it doesn't stop me from eating. That's right. Um, <laughs> all right, Brent. So I kind of have the opposite guy uh, of what you have here with Paris Campbell, who's never been consistent. I've got a guy who is the epitome of consistency in his career. Um, he's going in the early 12th round in dynasty startups right now. So again, still, you know, one of the first players you're adding to your bench. A lot of times this is in a 12 man league, obviously, um, his last three years, Brant, before I give the name, the last three years, this guy has finished as the wide receiver, 10, 28 and 29. Okay. Pretty consistent numbers. This is Adam Thielen, formerly of the Minnesota Vikings, uh, now with the Carolina Panthers, He's going to um, obviously be with a rookie quarterback and Bryce Young. Um, and Brant, what do what do rookie quarterbacks typically love? You and I beat this like a dead horse every all the time. They want to lean on their tight ends and running backs. And one of the other things that they lean on is a veteran wide receiver that has shown that he's willing to work 
And that's that you hit the nail on the head when you talk about Adam Thielen, a man that came undrafted out of nowhere, was a hometown hero there in Minnesota. I absolutely love this pick here. Uh, yeah, and, and not only that, Brent, but his average depth of target over his career has typically been somewhere around 7.8 yards. Um, does that not scream, hey, hit me, I'm open, to a rookie quarterback looking to build mojo in the NFL? Um, I, I have Thielen statted out for 110 targets, 84 receptions, 896 yards receiving, seven touchdowns, coming in at 215.6 fantasy points. This guy's going to be an absolute steal in the 12th round. That's another place, 12th round, and I get a chance to get the number one wide out. I absolutely love when you started reading off his stats because, like you said, I, this is one guy, one one team I hit early, and I have him for 110 targets as well, but I'll save the rest of his stats later. Um, I, I have him statted pretty close to exactly where you have him, and and I think this guy is an absolute steal in any draft startup, dynasty, um, you know, a, a guy, uh, there might be a chance you can claim him off waivers if somebody dropped him, you know, in, in a shorter league. Um, but yeah, this is a guy that, that's that's going to be very consistent for your flex spot and you're getting him in the 12th round as one of your first first or second bench guys. Absolutely, Brent. Big guy to have for bye week fill in, um, you know, just whatever. Um, okay, I, I have one question, Brent, before we get off of here. I want to throw this at you. This is unscripted right now. This is going to be a completely off-the-cusp answer that you give. We both mentioned this player in our top 12 Dynasty startup rankings. Neither one of us had him in our top 12 statted rankings. What does Chris Olave have to do this season to get to be a top 12 wide receiver? I want to see what that offense is like. His youth is there. He showed that his ability that last year – to put up numbers like that, I just have to see what that offense is going to look like. And, I mean, he he saw that with uh, Michael Thomas sitting out with a stubbed toe or whatever. So, I mean, if Michael Thomas stubs his toe, Chris Olave is a top 12 wide receiver. Um, but, yeah, I just want to see what that new offense is going to look like. It's it's a whole new regime, whole new receiving core, new quarterback. I guess it's not really a whole new receiving core, new quarterback. And, and we just got to see what that system looks like. And that's the only reason I don't have him statted in my top 12. But I do believe that he is um, going to be real close to that top 12 this year. Absolutely. Same. I'm in comparison, Brand. Again, another guy that's just outside the door, um, just looking for his opportunity to get into my top 12. Same reason. I'm just, yeah, I know he's a couple years removed from football. But Michael Thomas was, I mean, he was electric. Uh, when he left. Uh, uh, so it'll be interesting to see what that New Orleans Saints offense looks like when he comes back and is healthy. Absolutely. But I think that pretty well wraps us up this week, Brant, coming out with you know, with the wide receivers. You're on vacation this week. You should have no problem getting through your the rest of your wide receiver rankings. We'll see if I can pull the slack on my end. It's a lot of naps and a lot of beer to be drank. <laughs> in order to get them. Yeah, gingers burn, so put lots of sunscreen on when you're sitting oh, yeah. in the pool. Oh, yeah. Uh, but anyway, Brant, go ahead. As always, stay hungry and stay fat, my friends.